live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Coming to you this weekend from the Anthony Dias Blue Radio Studios in beautiful Pacific Palisades, California. It's where the other 1% in Los Angeles lives out here. Nice of uh, Dr. Blue to loan me his uh, recording facilities, or his broadcast facilities, I should say. Hey, last week we talked with a guest from the from the Schlitterbahn Water Park Company. Uh, actually, it wasn't last week, it was a couple of weeks ago. And on this Thursday of this week, Schlitterbahn, the Schlitterbahn folks opened the world's tallest water slide at their Kansas City, Kansas water park. Check these stats out. The slide looms 17 stories above Kansas City. It's called the Verrucht, which means, in German, it means insane. So this beast is higher than Niagara Falls, higher than the Statue of Liberty. After climbing 264 steps, you'll step down into a three-person inflatable raft that will plummet at, about, at up to 50 miles per hour down before going up a steep hill. How high? Well, this thing is the world's tallest uphill water coaster in the world. Then I presume you plunge back down again. All of this in 18 stomach-churning seconds. Well, it's, summer's late in, it's summer, ladies and gentlemen. Let's face it. What better time to ride the Verrucht? You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host and travel journalist. Before we begin, I want to invite you to subscribe to my new weekly travel newsletter. I began sending it out just three weeks ago via email. Only once a week. It's not filled with junk. I write it all myself. I offer up oh, a deal or two, some travel advice, share some of my anecdotes from the road. Lots of short, bite-sized items make it really easy to read. I'd love to have you receive this. Just send me an email to rudy at rudymaxa.com and put the word subscribe or newsletter or send me that thing, whatever you want. Just put that in the subject line and you're in the club. Rudy at rudymaxa.com. It'll arrive every Wednesday, I hope, regular as rain. And again, not a big long thing, not a lot of clutter thing, a lot of short travel tips that I hope will, will be uh, inspire you either to travel or save you some money when you do. Coming up this hour, we're going to take a close look at Atlantic City. I was there the day that city legalized casino gambling 40 years ago. I was a Washington Post reporter covering the opening of the Resorts International Hotel and Casino. It was supposed to mark the rebirth of Atlantic City. It was pretty much a beachside uh, urban wasteland 40 years ago, and guess what? It still is. High unemployment, a dying town center, a little hope for the future. That's what it was decades ago, and it just couldn't get started. But for a while, people came they came on buses from Philadelphia, D.C., Wilmington, New York. But they just went to the casinos that lined the beach. The rest of it, there was a very little trickle down. People didn't go out except for one particular restaurant and one particular sub shop that's famous there. People didn't go out to eat. They didn't go to local movies. They didn't shop in local grocery stores. As we'll learn from USA Today reporter Rick Hampson, dreams die hard. And one or more casinos may be closing this summer. And most of Atlantic City is still a city to be pitied. And Aviatrix Amelia Rose Earhart completed her around-the-world flight in a single-engine plane, first woman to do so. Another Amelia Earhart, of course, failed in that attempt, and searchers are still looking for her plane in the waters of the Pacific Ocean. We're going to talk to Miss Earhart of Colorado shortly. And you don't want to miss this. Scott Grimmer from MileValue.com says that most of us who use miles or points to get award tickets are leaving something major on the table. An additional free flight, to be exact. 
What he's going to tell us, you're going to find hard to believe. I'll have some summer and fall deals of the week as well, but I want to begin with a subject we've been following closely on this show, the effect the legalization of marijuana in a state has on tourism and the number of people who go to those states and how they handle the legalization of marijuana there. We talked last week with the head of Colorado's Marijuana Industries Trade Group, but Dr. Todd Curtis of airsafe.com took a close look at the issues travelers from states whose laws aren't quite so liberal face should you go to California, and as of this week, of course, the state of Washington, to avail yourself of uh, that newly legal product. Todd, it's nice to have you back on the show. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me again. All right. We're going to put a link on my Facebook fan page, which is Rudy Max at Travel Leisure, to your posting, because it was quite an authoritative posting on what your rights and what the dangers are of you as a traveler going to one of these states and buying marijuana and perhaps trying to fly out with it or whatever. But, But overall... Uh, just generally speaking, there is no problem with somebody from another state flying into the state of Washington and Colorado and buying and using legal amounts of marijuana. Is that is that a correct flat statement? That's correct. If you're age 21 or over and you have some sort of legal ID, you can buy recreational marijuana and consume it within that state with no license, no prescription, no restriction. But one interesting factoid you had is that a lot of these retail outlets are unable to accept anything but cash because technically federal law still calls marijuana an illegal substance, so credit card companies and others don't want to get in a uh, get caught in that, right? That's correct. In fact, that's the basic foundation of the issue here. That is, it's legal in the states of Colorado and Washington for recreational marijuana, legal in about 18 additional states for um, uh, medicinal marijuana, but the federal laws haven't changed, not when it comes to air travel, not when it comes to crossing borders. And because the various agencies and entities that are involved in this, the retail marijuana business, the FAA, the TSA, really haven't addressed these issues, I saw a big gap in information, a useful information, that passengers should have before they even consider doing this. So what should I as a traveler know right now? The very basic thing you have to know is that it's absolutely not allowed on airliners, not allowed in the secure parts of any airport. So don't even think about bringing it uh, into the airport, not even uh, medical marijuana. And another thing for people traveling from overseas, and this might be a very serious matter for them, it's illegal even to enter the United States for the stated purpose of consuming recreational marijuana in Washington and Colorado. If you were were a non-U.S. citizen, and Customs and Border Protection would ask you, uh, sir or ma'am, why are you here in this country? And you say that you were doing it for that reason, they might turn you away at the border and might even bar you from reentry. Interesting. But if you are a foreigner, you can certainly fly into Colorado and, and partake. I mean, the, the, Oh, certainly. There's no restriction. Okay. So retailers can sell to even someone with a foreign passport. Absolutely. And... And the TSA, their job really isn't to arrest you if you're trying to leave the state with it, but they'll turn you over to somebody who just might, right? That's correct. Uh, Fundamentally, TSA is not a law enforcement organization. They work in close concert with law enforcement organizations. And should they find that you have marijuana or marijuana paraphernalia on you, they will turn you over to the local law enforcement authorities for further uh, processing or prosecution. All right. If uh, this uh, is an issue that concerns you or that you're interested in, uh, Todd Curtis has posted a very exhaustive look at the various facets of this question at his website, uh, airsafe.com. We're going to put a link on on, at Rudy Maxa uh, Travel Slash Leisure on Facebook. That's my fan page. Hit the like button while you're there. Well, you were went over 4,000 likes. We're headed to the moon with five 
thousand. Um, Todd, uh, where do you live? Uh, currently, I live in the Boston area in Brookline, Massachusetts. Okay, so this is not an, a day-to-day issue for you. Uh, no, but uh, as it turns out, I lived in the state of Washington for quite a few years and even voted for this measure to legalize it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be uncareful when it comes to flying. Dr. Todd Curtis is an aviation safety expert, founder and publisher of airsafe.com. We'll be right back. We're going to take a close look at Atlantic City. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. We all know the Internet connects you to everyone. But ever think how the Internet also connects everyone to you? It's a recipe for identity theft. Thieves can get to our personal info with just a few clicks. So isn't it crazy not to have identity theft protection? I know I've got all kinds of sensitive information floating around online. The good news is you can help protect yourself with a free trial from Identity Guard by visiting identityguard.com slash free. At last, Nexium, the purple pill, is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. See those women drinking their iced mocha whatevers? Now they have Nexium level protection. That guy struggling to text and eat soup at the same time? Him too. Introducing Nexium 24 Hour, the protection of the number one prescribed acid blocking brand, just without the prescription. New Nexium 24 Hour, Nexium level protection, now in the heartburn aisle. May take one to four days. Use as directed to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. Well, you heard at the uh, beginning of the show that uh, I, I, as a young Washington Post reporter 40 years ago, I was there to cover the opening of the Resorts International Casino and Hotel, or Hotel and Casino, I think it was called, the first one to open. They had a monopoly on uh, uh, gambling in Atlantic City when it was legalized, I think for a year, maybe even two years. And gambling was going to be the thing, casino gambling was going to be the thing that brought Atlantic City back. And that once great American city had fallen on hard times, to put it mildly. But as I mentioned again in the intro, Things didn't quite work out that way. Rick Hampson is a national reporter with USA Today, and uh, he's been with he's been a journalist for about five decades, and he did a long takeout in USA Today this uh, this past week on Atlantic City and what it's like today. And Rick, um, nice to have you on the show for the first time, by the way. Welcome. Thanks, Rick. It's good to be here. So 
you know, I haven't been to Atlantic City. I mean, I, when I lived in Washington, D.C., I went all the time. I don't think I've been there once in the last 10 years. I gather things haven't gotten any better. Well, they seem to have gone up and down and up and down, as you know. Um, in the, um, when they first legalized it, when you were there in 78, um, things were on the rise. But then the first casino opened in Pennsylvania in 2006, and it's been all downhill for the casino business ever since. Ah. Like a lot of things in life, uh, a lot of problems in life, it's really pretty simple. They had a monopoly, and they've lost it. And and, uh, about 10,000 jobs have been lost in the casino business since 2006. But even even when they had the monopoly, the trickle-down that the city was hoping for just didn't happen. People stayed in the casinos that were all along the beach at that time. They didn't go to local grocery stores. They only went to, I think there was a restaurant called Knife and Fork that was sort of the high rollers would go to. And then there's, uh, what's that sub- famous sub shop there that I used to go to all that? I can't remember the, the White, name. White Horse, yeah. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the White, yeah, the White House sub shop. Other than that, the wealth didn't seem to trickle down, though, of course, obviously, locals were employed. But you couldn't see it in the town, is what I'm saying. You didn't drive around and go, this town's on the way back, baby, you know? Yeah, casinos, as you know, are focused on getting people in the door directly from wherever they're coming and keeping them inside. You see the same phenomenon at Niagara Falls, where you can have natural beauty, but the jobs program is not one that really seeks to link the visitors with the with the surroundings. So you had this slum by the sea in Atlantic City in which uh, glittering casinos and two blocks away um, uh, torn down houses, vacant houses, empty lots. That just kept continuing. Now explain to me this issue that's risen its head here about uh, um, giving Atlantic City five years notice before other casinos in, in Pennsylvania are open. What's this all about? It's really an internal New Jersey issue, but it has national significance if you think that Chris Christie might be the next president, or might want to be the next president. Uh, New Jersey gave Atlantic City a monopoly to have casinos. It's in the state constitution. Of course, it didn't apply to Pennsylvania or Connecticut, Delaware, or Maryland, which is why Atlantic City is now surrounded. But what could really hurt Atlantic City is if there were to be a casino in the New Jersey Meadowlands just outside New York City. That would be a massive, massive market for gaming. It would really uh, cut Atlantic City off the knees. Uh, Governor Christie has, has said he would not consider that. and He's given the city, Atlantic City, five years to get its act in order and get its casinos in better shape. Um, we're halfway through that now, and gaming revenue continues to go down every month. So now there's increasing pressure to have that casino up in the Meadowlands. So you say we're halfway through that. You mean we're halfway through those five years? Correct. And, but what can, as you say, uh, people will drive a shorter distance rather than a long, longer distance. And if, if casinos are legalized closer to the, the heart of New Jersey's big population, the Meadowwoods and so on, that right. no matter how shiny and sparkly Atlantic City's casinos are, why would anyone, or I know some people would, but why would many people go there? Well, maybe the answer is that's impossible, but that the answer was a place called Revel, which right. has to be one of the most expensive casino hotels ever built anywhere. Two and a half billion dollars. Uh, focus on resort more than on casino. Focus on hotel more than on casino. It's one of the more electrifying spaces I've ever been in, and I've been around the block a few times. But gamblers don't like it. Um, it, it. It apparently isn't designed in a way to get them quickly from there their car to the table or whatever, and 
although the vacancy, the occupancy rates are pretty good, the gaming revenue isn't there. And in Atlantic City, gaming still pays the bills. So Revel has gone twice into bankruptcy in the past two years. There'll be uh, some sort of a sale next month in August, and estimates are that it could sell for as little as $200, $100 million. That's on an investment of $2.5 billion. Oh, my goodness. We're talking with Rick uh, Hampson. He's a national reporter with USA Today, and he did a, a long piece on Wither Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, this week in the newspaper. So I wanted to ask him to join us and talk a little about that. Now, so I remember when Revo was being built, this was the thing, you know, first before that was the Trump. Donald Trump was down there went on his private yacht holding. I actually went to some press uh, press thing on his yacht when he said this is going to change Atlantic City. And then the, and, and it didn't. And then Revel, Revel came along. And it, I have not been, uh, but uh, I, as you say, it's apparently it's quite spectacular. But that's not enough to people bring in. So let me go back to that original question. If somebody uh, builds, a, if casino is allowed elsewhere in New Jersey by high population centers, I mean, short of uh, a religious, you know, a miracle happening there that you know people want to come see, where does Atlantic City stand in in the hierarchy? They're they're second yeah. place. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Gambling and, and, and religious miracles go together. True. Maybe they do. But uh, it, well, one of the ideas is is that um, is that if there's a casino approved in the Meadowlands, some of that revenue would be directed to Atlantic City. And mm-hmm. if it were directed to Atlantic City for things like housing construction, um, maybe maybe it would have some impact on the city. Um, the, the only the only hope I think is this, and maybe it's a, a forlorn one, is that Atlantic City was known back in the day for promotions and stunts. The voice of Atlantic City, a guy who's had a radio show there for over 50 years, Pinky Kravitz, says we were a city, we are a city, he says, of promotion and emotion. Uh, things like a horse diving off the edge of Steel Pier, sure. a giant tire rolling down the center of the boardwalk. People came from all over. Miss to America. Miss, and Miss America, the greatest stunt of all. This was Atlantic City. Uh, can they reclaim, is that in their DNA? Can they reclaim that tradition? Everything gambling did tamped that down in its power and its temptation to keep the people at the tables and off the boardwalk and, and so forth. So can Atlantic City tap back into that old honky-tonk tradition? Um, we'll, we'll see. Aren't a casino, one or two casinos, uh, expected to close down this summer? Uh, a casino at the south end of the beach closed in January, the Atlantic Club. Showboat, where I stayed, is going to close on August 31st. And that would leave 10 casinos. And the assumption in the industry is that maybe one, two, or even three would have to shrink or shut to bring the city into some sort of, of, uh, of a, a stable uh, business situation. Since, since the market is somewhat saturated now on the East Coast, uh, you may reach a point that uh, Atlantic City doesn't have to shrink anymore because of its location and because of its critical mass. No reason to think they can't have seven profitable casinos there. And what would happen to these huge structures, these uh, two casinos, that are, or the one that's closed down and the one that's going to close down? Do I ask people about that, and, and, and most people seem to feel that uh, they're pretty well suited for conversion to condos, um, uh, residential, So, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. If, if, uh, but again, people are not going to want to live in an area that feels unsafe or that overlooks um, you know, slum clearance uh, right. districts. Yeah. So that'll have to be improved. But if it is... You know, as Burt Reynolds says in the film Atlantic City, uh, you know, he remembers the day when the Atlantic, when the Atlantic Ocean was really something. 
Well, it's it still is really something. <laughs> so uh, if you have a if you have a thirtieth uh, floor um, uh, window overlooking it, I, I would think it would have some value. Right. I mean, there's still there still is a a, a, a major beach there. There is a boardwalk that is right out of uh, you know some sort of classic movie of what a bo- American boardwalk is. It's not without its charms, but. Uh, uh, boy, the, the urban blight there just just has to be repaired. Well, Rick, I, I really appreciate your uh, giving us a bird's eye view of it or up close view of it. I didn't know that a couple casinos were definitely going to be shut by the end of this year. And uh, you you just mentioned. Let me ask you one question. You asked. You said if 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 Chris Christie runs for president, what effect would that have on the Meadowood thing? Well, Christie's in, a, in an interesting position, and in his allies, it's not just Christie. The the, the the president of the state senate comes from South Jersey. Um, New York State is about to legalize four casinos. If New York State were to put a casino right on the northern Jersey border, that might hurt a potential Meadowlands casino. So there must be a game uh-huh. of chess going on here in terms yeah. of who wants to get in the who wants to get in the ground first. Got it, Rick. Thanks for stopping by. I am that. All My right, point. all right. There's there's the story on New Jersey coming up next. Amelia Rose Earhart. No, not that Amelia Earhart. Another one. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. We all know the Internet connects you to everyone. But ever think how the Internet also connects everyone to you? It's a recipe for identity theft. Thieves can get to our personal info with just a few clicks. So isn't it crazy not to have identity theft protection? I know I've got all kinds of sensitive information floating around online. The good news is you can help protect yourself with a free trial from Identity Guard by visiting IdentityGuard.com slash free. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Orbit who tell you that everyone knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz, maybe. With the Orbit's Rewards Program, the payoff comes just as quickly. You can earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you'll earn even more when you book on the Orbit's mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. So join Orbit's Rewards today. It's free. Go to orbits.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's orbits.com slash rewards. Or you can look at rudymaxa.com under sponsors right there on the home page. We had Amelia Rose Earhart on the show 
A while back, as she was planning to take a single-engine plane and fly it around the world in commemoration of another Amelia Earhart, who was trying to do that and actually went missing for reasons that are still unknown. And she's back from that. She spent about five weeks in the air and on the ground getting around the world, and she joins us now to tell us about it. Amelia, uh, welcome. Well, first of all, Amelia, uh, explain the name uh, to our audience. Your name. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Welcome. Hi there. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice, nice to have so, you back. Thanks. My name. My name is, of course, Amelia Rose Earhart, and my family is not related to the first Amelia. But my dad's last name, being Earhart, gave my parents a really unique opportunity to make me a namesake, and that's what they did. So they wanted me to have a good female role model, which has absolutely happened. And you thanked your father just recently, didn't you, and uh, for doing that? I did. You know, it's it was a combination, of course, of my mom and my dad both. When I was growing up, it was difficult to grow into that name. You know, you get teased a lot, and it, it brought a lot of an attention that I wasn't really ready for. But now that I'm an adult, and now that I've been flying for 10 years, you know, it's the best gift they could have given me because it's really led the direction of my life. And you put a sweet message on Facebook, you know, thanking your parents for doing that. All right. Your intention was not only to do the trip that the original, original Amelia Earhart, the Amelia Earhart most of us know, um, in a single-engine pl- uh, plane around the world, but it also is in benefit of your Fly with Amelia Foundation that uh, aims to get young women uh, interested in aviation as you were. Exactly. And aviation, of course, brings out so many good qualities in young women, and, and I found that the women that start flying at a young age develop great levels of responsibility and self-respect and it just brings out the passionate adventure that I've seen in flight in these young girls. And so when we passed over Helland Island on our trip, which is where Amelia Earhart intended to land after she flew out of Papua New Guinea, when we flew over that tiny island in the middle of the South Pacific, we were able to grant 10 flight scholarships to women all across the U.S. And the girls found out via Twitter that they won the scholarship. And when you're talking about young girls and young women, you've used that phrase interchangeably. What ages are we talking about here? We're talking about girls at the high school level, so 16, 17, 18 years old. And the reason I chose that age is because when we're that age, we still believe that anything is possible, and we've got all the excitement and energy in the world to put towards a passion and a goal. So when we start the girls at that age, it looks like something they can carry into you know, the university career and possibly on towards the career further in life. All right. Tell me a little about the trip. You flew a, a Pilatus PC-12NG. Of course, I have no idea. Is that like a vintage plane? Is that a modern single-engine plane? <laughs> you know, I decided to fly a modern plane around the world, and that's because we wanted this flight to be completed safely. And it is a very modern uh, single-engine turboprop. It's a beautiful plane, cruised at about 280 knots, which makes it pretty quick. Uh, we flew for 108 hours over the course of 18 days. We had two rest days along our trip, and it was a total success. I mean, mostly, when, when people make these flights around the world, they usually run into delays in weather, or they have a flat tire, or something pops up. But we had so much good fortune on this trip, and not a single weather delay the entire time. Unbelievable. My goodness. I can't even, you know, fly from Washington to New York without experiencing something. Um, you, when you say <laughs> we, you're referring to... Myself and my co-pilot, Shane Jordan. And Shane came along as essentially my partner on this amazing journey because there was so much 
extra to do. On top of flying an aircraft around the world, we had an extra 200-gallon fuel tank on board the aircraft, and there was a lot to do with that, switching back and forth between the main tanks and the auxiliary tank. Um, we went through 14 countries. So the, the communication issues, even though English is the official language of aviation, you know, we were dealing with language barriers and, and all sorts of difficulty in communication. But we had a great time together, and, you know, we really became close friends during this trip. And he's a he's been a Pilatus uh, flight instructor on that well on that aircraft since 1995 and has put about 4,500 hours in. Very quickly, did folks in other countries know who Amelia Earhart was? Did they greet you with open arms? Absolutely. There were some countries, some of the more remote areas that we had to explain, but once we told them the story, they were so engaged. We had a giant world map that we carried around with us, and we had everybody sign it in honor of Amelia. Oh, terrific. Terrific. Well, if you would like more information on uh, uh, this Amelia Earhart's organization, the website is flywithamelia.org. Again, she has a proud namesake. She's not, not related to the Amelia Earhart aviatrix, who's you probably learned about in school and we still remember. Amelia, glad you're home safely. Glad you could would take the time to report with us. Have a lovely weekend. All right. Thank you very much. Amelia Rose Earhart, an aviatrix and founder of Fly with Amelia Foundation that she founded in 20. 20- 14, uh, you know, I, actually before that, we had her on in, in February of 2014 when she was talking about making this trip, and darned if she didn't do it. And her foundation brings aviation and aerospace into the classroom and grants flight scholarships to uh, teenage girls. And uh, by the way, she used to be a TV reporter in Denver. I didn't, I don't know what she's going to do now. When we come back here in Rudy Max's world, we're going to meet Scott Grimmer, who's the founder of MileValue.com. And this guy knows a whole lot about frequent fire miles, and he's going to tell you something that... I thought I knew a lot about frequent flyer miles until I got to know Scott about a year ago. He's got a really interesting thing you should know about. Don't go away. Don't touch that dial. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. At last, Nexium, the purple pill, is available without a prescription for frequent heartburn. See those women drinking their iced mocha whatevers? Now they have Nexium-level protection. That guy struggling to text and eat soup at the same time? Him too. Introducing Nexium 24-Hour, the protection of the number one prescribed acid-blocking brand, just without the prescription. New Nexium 24-Hour, Nexium-level protection, now in the heartburn aisle. May take one to four days. Use as directed to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. We all know the internet connects you to everyone. But ever think how the internet also connects everyone to you? It's a recipe for identity theft. Thieves can get to our personal info with just a few clicks. So isn't it crazy not to have identity theft protection? I know I've got all kinds of sensitive information floating around online. The good news is you can help protect yourself with a free trial from Identity Guard by visiting IdentityGuard.com slash free. 
Honey, you know that flight we were supposed to fly out on tomorrow? It's been canceled because of the weather. This was supposed to be our dream vacation. How did we end up here in the emergency room? Where's my luggage? The carousel is empty. Got a travel insurance plan? If you do, you can be covered for trip cancellation due to a covered reason. Medical expenses, lost luggage, and more. Cover yourself today. Call your travel agent or visit TravelGuard.com. Coverage provided by Travel Guard Group Inc., a licensed insurance producer. Coverage will be limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. Insurance underwritten by National Union Fire Insurance Company of Pittsburgh, PA. If you're planning on spending any time outside during the warmer months, working in your garden, camping, or just playing with the kids, expect to get bug bites, stings, poison oak, or ivy. When that happens, you want fast, effective itch relief. So for all your summer itches, you need guaranteed Tricalm. That's T-R-I-C-A-L-M. Tricalm's patented formula is clinically shown to significantly reduce itch intensity and duration. Tricom is fast-acting, steroid-free, and guarantees relief for the whole family. Tricom stops the itching, burning, and stinging skin in the summer and throughout the year. It's effective on bites, rashes, persistent dry skin, and many other common skin irritations. Plus, Tricom is backed by the itch-free guarantee. If Tricom doesn't stop your itch, just mail them the empty tube and they'll send you a full refund. You don't see those big companies doing anything like that. So get guaranteed relief from all your summer itches. Available at CVS Pharmacy, Walmart, and other fine retailers. Pick up some Tricalm today. That's T-R-I-C-A-L-M. Or go to Tricalm.com. You'll be glad you did. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. Nice to have you here in the show. Um, as I mentioned before we went into the break, Scott Grimmer is a expert on frequent flyer miles, and he writes a, I mean, it seems to me like it's almost daily, Scott. Is it five, six or seven days a week that you put out MileValue.com for free to anybody who wants to subscribe? Every day. Every seven days a week. Now, last time we talked to Scott, he was living in Buenos Aires, I think. Um, he's now living in Hawaii. Is this part of a life plan, Scott, to keep moving every six months or every year? Uh, I just go wherever I think it's going to be the most interesting to live at the time. I don't, I don't have a full life plan yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get right to it, because I promise listeners this. When oops, I'm sorry. I just dropped my uh, computer mouse on the floor here in the studio. Um, uh, you and I talked about this, and I learned this from you. Yeah, because until I talked to you our first time over a year ago, or about a year ago, I did what most people do when they get a frequent flyer uh, award ticket. They say, I want to go from point A to point B, round trip, they get the ticket, and thank you very much. And you would help me, because you have a service for, I think, what, about $115, $125, you'll help people do sort of complicated awards. You arranged a complicated award for me. And you said, well, do you want to add for my friend Lori, do you want, do you want to add, uh, does Lori want to add another leg on? So when she returns home, maybe f- later that year, she can fly to L.A. or San Francisco or for 10,000 more miles and a few bucks, I can get her down to Argentina. I was like, what? So explain this thing that Delta, U.S. Airways, until recently American, but United and sometimes Alaska Airways let you do when you get a frequent flyer award ticket. Sure. Let me just give the exact example that you sent out yesterday in your newsletter to all your subscribers. Uh, imagine you live in Houston and you wanted to go to Munich for Oktoberfest this year. You could book a round-trip ticket with for 60,000 United miles from Houston to Munich. Or for the exact same 60,000 United miles, you could book a round-trip from Houston to Munich 
And then next spring, add on a one-way flight from Houston to L.A., and it would only cost you $2.50 extra. So it's completely free, other than that $2.50, one-way trip from your home to somewhere else in the United States or Canada. And that two fifty, by the way, is for taxes and fees. But, Scott, I, I've never seen an airline offer this to me. I've never seen them advertise this. Yeah, I think it's mainly because they don't know about it. It really just comes down to any airline that allows you to take a stopover on an award ticket and that allows you to take that stopover at your home airport, you can use that for a really creative routing. Instead of just ending your round trip at home, take that stopover on the way back home and add on sometime in the next year a trip to somewhere else in the U.S. to visit family or a trip to South America or, or something interesting like that. Don't leave it on the table. All right, so let's say I did the the I, I lived in Houston and I flew to Munich. I spent sixty thousand dollars and and you know some hundred and so bucks in taxes and fees. I come back to my home in Houston, and yeah, some point maybe in the next year, I would like to add a free leg to L.A. or Seattle or New York, whatever. But I don't know the date. Do I have to know the specific date when I book that award ticket for that third leg, so to speak? Well, when you book the award ticket, you do need to book an exact date for that that free one-way, that third leg at the end, you can change it later. And with some airlines, that change would be free. For some airlines, it's 75 bucks. It really varies. But um, you, you will need to know, you will need to have a firm date when you originally ticket it. And then you will have the option to change it later if you want. I was telling my friends at dinner here in Los Angeles about this last night. I said you're gonna, that you're going to come on. They'd seen my, me, me quote you in my newsletter. Um, and, and they asked, how did you know about this? <laughs> Uh, completely by accident. I was booking an award ticket for my dad down to South America, and uh, you know I was just doing all these different searches. And one time, the, the mileage price was wrong, and I was like, "What the heck? Why is the mileage price wrong?" So I looked at it closely, and I just typed in the wrong airports um, for each segment, and I realized that what I'd unintentionally done was pretended like he lived in Los Angeles and booked him a round trip to South America, and then added on a later one-way trip to Hawaii, and that that hadn't that hadn't cost him anything extra. So <laughs> oh I realized, oh my gosh, why, do, why did I never think about stopping over at my home airport? That's genius. That's incredible. That is just, can you do it on the first leg of your trip too? Yeah, you can either do it before your main round trip or after. If you do it before your main round trip, it needs to be from somewhere to your home airport. And the only danger with doing it before, if you do it after your round trip and then you decide, you know what, I don't even want to fly this leg. Mm-hmm. Just don't fly it. Don't show up. You know, nothing lost except for that two dollars and fifty cents you paid in taxes. Right. If you add it on before your round trip, you need to fly that leg, or you need to cancel that leg. Exactly. You, ever... you lose your whole trip. Exactly. Yeah. Scott Grimmer, MileValue.com. Go there. Tell him you want to receive his daily newsletter. You will not believe what you will learn from it if you are a fan of frequent using frequent flyer miles or points. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. Aloha. Thanks a lot, Reed. Be back with some deals and some Rudy news. Max's Don't go away. World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The 
telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. I'm Rudy Maxa, travel journalist. You're listening to America's most popular radio travel show. We're here every weekend on this station, same time, always on Saturdays or Sundays. Now, let me explain. We do this show live from 10.06 in the morning Eastern Time on Saturday till noon with a six-minute break in the middle. But many of our stations, most of our stations, actually time shift the show to later on Saturday or into Sunday. So what I'm going to tell you now occurred Friday night. Last night, Friday night, uh, there were two interesting plane diversions, unusual plane diversions. One was a Frontier Airlines flight flying from Denver to Seattle that was hit by lightning and had to land in Salt Lake City or did land in Salt Lake City because apparently it's a weather radar uh, was uh, was affected by that lightning strike. The more dramatic one was a United Boeing 777 en route to Guam from Hawaii. That's about an eight-hour flight. And about three hours into the flight, this, a burning smell in the back section of the plane uh, set off, well, the, everybody smelled it, and then it set off the alarms, and the pilot uh, diverted the plane to Midway. Now, Midway, I once landed at Midway. Midway is certainly got famous during World War II, but it's an island with about 30 people who live there, but it does have a runway. And uh, this was, could have been a fairly serious incident, but no one was hurt. The plane landed. Another plane was sent, and uh, everybody was taken back to Honolulu, and United gave them all $500. Uh, and apparently there were electrical problems in, 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 the, in the cockpit, and his radar had gone out, but... Uh, Everything was okay. They hung around the abandoned military base, and the 30 residents brought them food, and now they're back in Honolulu. So they're not quite getting to Guam yet, or maybe they're on their way to Guam now as I report live uh, about this on Saturday morning. All right, let's do a couple deals, Jeff. This is an unusual one. I saw this ad in USA. It was a full-page ad, and it was all this big white page, and just in the middle was this long block of type. At the bottom, there was just a little logo for LasVegas.com and CirqueDuSoleil.com. And uh, if you don't read newspapers, well, let me, let me tell you how the ad began. It said, nobody reads newspapers anymore. That is, unless you were born between 1946 and 1964, which makes you part of the baby boom generation, unquote. The ad went on to say that not everything can be reduced to a 140-word Twitter post that millennials like, the ad said. And if you kept reading the ad, you would have seen this. Quote, your generation, that would be the baby boomers, knows that you have to give to receive. And like the newspaper, we think that's a habit worth keeping alive, unquote. So what are they going to give you? Only if you read all the way through. Between now and September 30th, if you purchase a ticket for either of these two Cirque du Soleil shows in Las Vegas, Ka or Zarkana or Zarkana, I don't know how it's pronounced, Cirque du Soleil will give you a second complimentary ticket. Now that could be worth 50 60 70 $80, $90. Uh, the ad ends by saying, just don't tell the millennials who didn't read the ad all the way through about this. So, an interesting marketing ploy here. Again, through September 30th, buy one Cirque du Soleil ticket, get the second free. Details, go to lasvegas.com slash boom, like baby boomers. lasvegas.com slash boom. I thought that was pretty clever. What else we got here? We got, okay, we got, we got, we got, we got so many here. I got so many pages of uh, deals. Remember, in hot places, there are deals for hotels. For example, in Panama, the Trump Ocean Club International Hotel in Tower Panama, will give you uh, uh, a package they call Discover Panama. You'll get daily buffet breakfast for two adults, two adult tickets for a city tour of Panama City, complimentary shuttle to shopping centers, unlimited internet, uh, and rates start at $219 if you stay a minimum of two nights. That's 
pretty darn cheap. The Ritz-Carlton wants you to come where it's a little hot in the summer, down to Amelia Island, a lovely island in Florida. It's uh, northern Florida, just off the coast of Jacksonville. It's got a cute little little uh, village nearby and uh, a very nice beach. And Ritz-Carlton will give you a $500 resort credit when you book a three-day midweek stay. It's called the Weekday Breakaway. It's valid for stays on Sunday through Thursday, all this month and August. Uh, lowest price rooms are about $349 a night. You can use this credit in, re- for resort, uh, in the resort for room service, restaurants, etc. It's called the week, Weekday Breakaway Day. So give the Ritz-Carlton and Amelia Island a call if you would like this $500 credit. And the Westin Diplomat Resort and Spa in Florida, will in Hollywood, Florida, will also give you a discount. Rates for this package start at two thirty nine a night. You'll get a room upgrade worth forty bucks. You'll get free valet parking instead of paying fifty three dollars for two nights. You'll get an American Express gift card for twenty five dollars. Uh, this is called the uh, Westin Diplomat Resort and Spa Pieces of Fun Package. So check that out if you. Uh, is again a two night minimum stay required, and uh, they'll also throw in a ticket for an art exhibit down there by. Uh, uh, an artist whose previous body of work was groundbreaking Lego sculptures. His name is um, uh, Nathan Sawaya. Uh, what else? We got one more. One more. Celebrity Cruises has got their one, two, three program again this year. They've got 14 holiday sa- sailings from Han- Hanukkah to Christmas and New Year's. Save you about $1,850 if you book by the end of this month, July 31st. So you choose from either a free classic beverage package for two, which means you get all the drinks you want during the whole cruise for free or free gratuities for two, or they'll give you $300 to spend on board. There you go. There are five to 14 night cruises. They're going to depart between December 20th and 31st, and destinations include South America, the Caribbean, Asia, New Zealand, and South Pacific. Pretty incredible uh, uh, array of global destinations if you are interested in taking cruises, celebrity cruises, over the December holidays. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. We're going to take about a six-minute break. I know most of our stations are staying around for our second hour. If you're not, see you again next week. Otherwise, see you on the other side of the news. listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.